there and welcome to the Psychology Report. Today's topic is a matter of considerable interest, particularly to men. You know, the issue of postpartum depression has always been thought to be the mother's dilemma and the, the mother's problem. It was the mother that experienced postpartum depression, and that's true. A large, mother, a large number of mothers do experience postpartum depression. Somewhere around 3 out of 10 mothers kind of experience that. And um, they really do struggle for the first couple of months in having to deal with the clinical depression that they experience following the birth of their child. And most often the first child. But on occasion it's subsequent children as well. Now, if it goes untreated... If the mother does not get treatment, it'll prolong itself for a while, and then may reoccur on a second child or a third child being born. So obviously the issue is in postpartum depression, get into treatment immediately. Understand what the issue is that is the depressing issue in your life as a result of a baby coming into your life. See, it's usually not the pregnancy which is depressing. It's the birth of the child that is depressing as the cause of the depression, if you will. So what is the issue? What is the factor that seems to be the issue you can't get over when you have a child and then feel the depressed emotions? I mean, just as one example anyway, it's certainly a child coming into your life limits your freedom and your independence. And if you're a free and independent woman, you will have that crimped, and that will be difficult then to live that way. And the baby can be a cause of resentment because you didn't think or you didn't want to have your life so limited by the birth of a child yet at the same time you wanted a child so there is a real dilemma here and a real uh, issue that has to be worked out and it's better to work it out in a therapy program than just kind of let time take care of itself obviously over time you know you kind of get over these things you work them out and that can be weeks and months and maybe a year but uh and then you run at risk for subsequent children being born. So deal with it in, in therapy. But here, that's not what we really want to talk about today. I want to talk about father's postpartum depression. You know, we usually don't think of it in the sense of being a, something that the father experiences. We usually think of postpartum depression only that uh, for the mother. But you know, one out of ten fathers, new fathers, experience postpartum depression at a significant level. It impacts their life. It impacts their emotions. It impacts their their thinking process. It affects their occupation. It affects their job. It affects their relationships, and it's a very major effect on on their life. So um, we need to take a look at this issue of uh, postpartum depression for new fathers. Now. It's only one out of ten. You can say, well, that's not very many. That may be just as chance. Well, when you look at the number of children being born in the course of a year, that's a lot of men. That's a lot of new fathers who are experiencing a postpartum depression. Not as much as women, but certainly they do. Now, what are the issues? What are the factors? What are the factors that kind of contribute to the uh, postpartum depression? What are the things that just create the sense of um, loss and stress and fear and but what's going on what's 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 the factor 
that uh, operates. Well, here's here's a couple of them that seem to be the case in postpartum fathers. First, there's a loss of independence. Men often pride themselves on being the independent one and uh, look forward to having independence even as the marriage even continues, even at the sense of having a child and the birth of a child. Fathers don't seem to understand or don't give thought Don't give thought to the fact that maybe this is really a matter of um, um, daily living. You you cannot live independently as you did in the past. A child requires you to attend to them, address their needs, and to be part of their life, which means a father has to give up a certain degree of independence. Now, if you can't give up your independence, then that's going to be a stress. It's going to be a real factor of some resentment and depression can become part of that so the idea of being depressed can certainly come from the fact that a child coming into your life as a father as a new father crimps your independence and that then leads to this kind of resentment and bitterness and often then into a prolonged level of depression so that's number one. Number two is this. There's a limitation on your life. You may have some independence. You may be able to do a couple things that you used to do and play golf or be with your friends or whatever. But there is a limitation. There's a crimping of your style. There is a factor that operates here that says you aren't as independent as you used to be, although you have some independence. Or you're not as free as you used to be, although you have some freedom. You can go out and do things with your friends and do out, live your lifestyle like you've always have lived, but not to the same degree to which you used to. There's a limitation factor. There's a controlling factor on your life. And there's a lot of men who cannot be limited. They don't live that way. They weren't raised that way. They weren't raised to give up of themselves for somebody else or to limit their life for the good of somebody else. That kind of a selfishness, if you want to use the word, prevails here. So... Um, they don't think of it in the sense that a child coming into their life presents new opportunities. It's a kind of a door of opportunity that comes into their life. And it isn't what they have to give up, and it isn't how much limiting uh, there is to their life. But the fact that a child opens up new opportunities, new doors, and new dimensions. There's a new friend that has come into town, if you will. And fathers have to kind of get a sense of that. They just mope over the fact that they can't do certain things or they can't do it whenever they want to or as much as they want to. But they don't give thought to the fact that a child now creates a new opportunity, you know, for them. And to exploit that opportunity in terms of that child becoming a friend, becoming a partner, becoming a playmate, you know, in their life. There's more to be gained than there is to be lost. And the father has come to understand that and realize that. Okay, that's number two. Number three is this. There's a loss of companionship with the, with the wife or with the mother of the child. You know, certainly a birth makes high demands on the mother. Uh, everything from breastfeeding to just daily care and feeding. Um, you know, it's the mother is preoccupied, if you will. The mother is focused on the needs of the child, and that's natural. Mothers tend to be nurturing in that regard, and children need that. And the child desires and wants and needs and thrives on the mother's attention. But the father has to be able to share 
has to be able to share that child with the mother, has to be able to share the mother with that child. There's a sharing factor here. And selfish men cannot share. Selfish men want the attention first and foremost. They want the attention that they've always had. They don't want a child to take away some of that attention, you know, from them. But that's kind of where a lot of the fathers have their depression, is that they cannot uh, enter into a mutual or now a three-way or a four-way companionship in the home. They still want the full attention, the full uh, services, if you will, of their wife or the mother of the child. So um, we have to, as men, kind of sit back and look at it from the sake of now we have even greater companionship. There'd be more companionship than there was before. And there are different levels of companionship, different types of companionship that a child brings to a relationship, brings to a home, and brings to a marriage. So companionship is a number three. Okay, number four is this. Fathers have to realize that there is a financial burden. And when they come to realize that, it strains them. It stresses them. It, it creates fear in them. It creates real doubt as to whether they can handle it, whether they can handle the finances. So there's something they haven't really thought through what, what the financial obligations really are for having a child. And it doesn't hit until the child is born. And then the father begins to realize the realities of life and that there's a financial demand. That means there's a demand for ongoing work. You can't now go from job to job. You can't have periods of time of unemployment. There has to be dual, a duly committed uh, employment, you know, for everyone. And um, since the wife, the mother cannot work for a while, uh, he's the sole breadwinner. And to take on that responsibility is sometimes difficult you know, for a man. So it's that realization that the finances are now his. It's his responsibility. It's his duty. And he has to now step up the plate and not only do it on a day-to-day -day basis and a long-term basis, but to increase the income. Sometimes by taking a second job, second part-time job. But there has to be that financial demand accepted. And that's sometimes a real fearful factor for some men. And the result of that, they get fear and they get depressed. And then, lastly, I'm giving you one other point. A lot of men cannot be tender. A lot of men are just macho. A lot of men just have very great difficulty in being tender to a very small baby. Or tender to a new mother, if you will. You know, they've been raised and brought up in a home of machoism. And of toughness and harshness. And uh, that's all they know. And then this man has a baby come into his life as a result of now being a new father, and he can't be tender. He doesn't know how to be tender. And that fear, it creates a great fear in him and a great stress and great uh, uh, anxiety that uh, this child will be hurt or that the father cannot relate to a child at all because the child requires tenderness and he can't be tender. So depression can result you know, from that as well. So you see, there are a number of factors here that lead to a father's uh, postpartum depression. And thankfully, there's not a lot of fathers, but there still is one out of ten fathers that experience this kind of postpartum depression. And uh, the answer, get into therapy. The answer is, talk about it. 
The answer, share it with your wife, share it with the mother of the child, share it with in-laws, share it with your parents, share it with your best friends. Talk about it. Admit the fact that this is scary. Admit the fact that you don't know what you're doing. Admit the fact that this is a difficult transition to make in life and that there's a lot to give up and that there's a lot to lose and, and you're having trouble with that. So fathers need to talk. And a counselor, a therapist, a good psychologist would be an excellent source. You know, and therapy is not long in this kind of thing for a mother or for a father. Postpartum depression sometimes just requires one or maybe two or five sessions of therapy. And maybe a short-term therapy just to kind of get them out of that doldrum and moving forward where they can embrace this child, embrace the journey that they will now have with this child and commit to this child for the rest of their life. So that's really the strain and the stresses of postpartum depression for men. Hey, good to have you join me, and I'd be interested in your comments, and give more thought to that, and maybe you know some men who've experienced some postpartum depression. Maybe you're one who has already experienced some of that postpartum depression. Share your experience. Share your story. Tell your story with somebody. But sometimes you can't change your story. It was a sad story. It was a difficult one. But you can change the ending to your story. You can change how the story ends, and you can make the difference. And sometimes just by consulting a therapist at a time of great need, that you not only overcome it yourself, but you change the way that that story ends from what it would have otherwise. So it's like in any marriage. We have a story to tell. Things happen the way they happen. What took place took place. That's the past. But you can change the story in terms of how it will end. And that's our responsibility. So I urge you to take that on and just do what you can to be a positive father. Help the fathers, the new fathers that you know. Help them be positive and deal with any friend in your life, any friend in your circumstances that's going through a difficult depression following the birth of their child. Be an agent of change. Be an agent of hope. Be an agent of support. You can certainly be that. Anyway, go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. It's Father's Day coming up. Get a hold of the book. And my book, Parent Teach, or Doctor Teach Me to Parent. Doctor Teach Me to Parent is a great book to give for a new family, a new couple that's having a child. It's Father's Day coming in now. So it's a great one for a father, a grandfather, and certainly the mothers. But if you know of a new father, get my book and give it to him as a gift. Booksbyhedberg.com <laughs> is the website. Booksbyhedberg.com. Pick it up there and... You'll be glad you did. Okay, bye for now.